today I've got some real life ghost stories coming at ya. Tune in to check it out. Hello, and welcome to Those Late Night Visitors. I'm your host, Stephanie Marie, a psychic medium and spiritual business mentor. Having been a medium since I was a child, I am wildly passionate about mediumship, spirituality, intuition, the paranormal, and everything in between. This podcast is going to blow your mind with all things psychic and witchy. And if you're not a believer yet, I promise you that will change. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to it. Hello, hello. It's your host, Stephanie Marie, and welcome to another episode of Those Late Night Visitors. Today's title of the episode is A Ghost Story or Two, and that's exactly what we're diving into today. I want to make it very clear and very apparent as to how this is able to occur. Because I know there are so many skeptical people out there that how could you actually communicate with those that have passed? How can you do this? Bah, 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 bah. Listen, some people, myself being one of them, has a stronger connection to the other side. And what I mean by that is that my channel is just more open. That's really all I mean by that. I have done the work to develop my gifts. I have done the work to understand how it comes through to me and what my psychic language is. All of us have intuitive abilities. And just like anything else, some of us are better at it than others. Being a psychic and a medium is definitely part of the reason I'm here. You know how some kids... When they start to learn a sport, they're just really good at it. It's the same thing. It's like they already know how to play it. They already know how to do it. And that's exactly what this is and was for me when I was developing my intuitive skills. To this day, I don't realize the power that I hold. Because I still don't realize that it doesn't come this easy for everybody. Last episode, I spoke about how I don't really meditate and I don't have to tap in every day because I live an intuitively led life. That's definitely part of it. However, those of you that are astrology nerds out there and know anything about a birth chart or a natal chart, this is also just how I was born. It's how I am. My soul chose to come at the exact moment that I would have these gifts. I would have these skills. And if you were to look at my natal chart, I have a stellium in my 12th house in Pisces. I'm a triple Pisces, sun, moon, rising. I have other placements in Scorpio and Sagittarius. It's natural to me. And my north node is in Gemini, which proves that I am here to teach and I am here to express to the world what these gifts are like, how to use them, and how to help you develop them. 
it's totally on brand and in alignment for me to do this work, for me to even have this podcast with my Gemini North Node. I want to make the world a more spiritual place. I want to allow those who want to, who desire to, open their gifts and create this channel and connection with the other side. Because we right now are in the 3D. We're here for the human experience. But we're also here to tap into our soul and allow our soul to guide us. And what magic and beauty that really is. So, for all of you skeptics out there, I am going to tell you a ghost story or two today. These are things that have truly happened to me. When I say ghost story, they're not necessarily scary. So if you're looking for, you know, a scary ghost story, you might want to go on to Netflix or Hulu and see what you get. This is just to show you that this connection is very much a real thing. That this connection doesn't even have to be those that have passed. So let's see, let's see. Which one do I want to pull out of the arsenal today? They do have so many, it's a little crazy. But, all right. We'll talk about, oh, I know what story. Okay, so we're going to talk about today when I was doing my mediumship training in my last round of Psychic Activation Academy. Which, for those of you who don't know, is my signature program. And it's a seven-week group program that I bring those that desire to into their gifts. It's like a psychic 101 of sorts. So I help them develop their gifts. I show them all different divination tools, all of the things. So in our mediumship training, I do an exercise. And... Part of this exercise is to show the people in the program a picture of someone that has passed. I chose to show them my uncle who passed in 2019. And he and I had a strange relationship. And I'm not going to go into all of that on the podcast. But the relationship was definitely strained. We definitely didn't see eye to eye on a lot. And it is what it is. Before he passed and he had cancer, he went quickly. My family and I went down to Sloan Kettering, which is a big cancer hospital in New York City in Manhattan, which is where he was. We essentially went to say our goodbyes. And have some good memories before he passed. We left off on a pretty decent note. And after he passed, he came through to me. 
And we had a few conversations about how, you know, I was angry about things that happened and he, he expressed that he was sorry about it and he wished he could change it and all of the things. But so anyway, during the mediumship training, I pull up a picture of him on my phone and I'm showing it to the women in the program. I tell them just to feel into it, look at the picture, allow the messages to come through however they need to and feel into it. Try and figure out what he liked, anything that was important to him. While I'm showing the women his picture, on my phone up by the camera was flashing a purple light. And it would happen every 10 seconds or so as I'm showing the women his picture. I start to tear up. And the women look at me like, why are you crying? What's going on? So I explain to them that purple was his favorite color. And of course, I don't want to give too much away because I want them to feel into their gifts and figure some of this out. But he was flashing purple light out of my iPhone. And I'm not super tech savvy. However, I'm pretty sure that's not a feature of the iPhone. When the girls are, you know, explaining what came through, they were spot on. Music was really important to him. Some girl kept saying, I see tie-dye, I see tie-dye. And yeah, he was a deadhead. He loved music. He was a big hippie. But it's no surprise that's what was coming through. Later that night, I'm sitting in my apartment, just processing the day. And I remember feeling him come to me. When people come to me through my mediumship at this point, it feels like they're sitting on my shoulder. Kind of like that devil or angel that sits on your shoulder, right? And they always come to my right side. And he's there. I thank him for helping the women in there experience mediumship. And his response was, of course, call me in anytime. I asked him, about the light that was flashing. He said, you needed to know it was me, even though I knew it was him. <laughs> so if you ask for a sign, you'll get it. If you ask for communication, you'll get it. 
You just have to be open to receiving it. And you want to be prepared to what messages may come through. Because you might not be ready for what you have to hear or what they have to tell you. So that was story number one. Story number two, this was a super powerful experience for me. So my mentor at the time was really about living in the luxury and doing stuff for you, really empowering yourself and self-care and all of that. So I took her advice and decided to go on a solo trip. Originally, I was going to go up to this fancy spa, which was about, I don't know, probably an hour and a half north of me. But something kept pulling me somewhere else. It was pulling me to a place on the New Jersey shore where I had spent summer after summer going And I have many memories there. My grandparents lived nearby. My aunt used to have a beach house there. All of the things. I had no problem going by myself because I knew the location in and out. But this was the first time that I'd really be going on a trip by myself. Yes, I've flown places alone. But this was the first time I would be in a hotel by myself. I would eat meals by myself. All of the things. I was just wondering why I was so pulled to go there. Because if you know anything about East Coast weather, May is hit or miss. Especially like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. May can be really, really cold. Or it can be really, really hot. Or it could be somewhere in between. But... I take a personal day from my 9 to 5. I book the hotel and the reservation at the hotel. I'm going. So on the way down, I get to the hotel. I check in. I had a call. I hop on and do the call from the hotel room. And I decide to go sit on the beach for a little It was a little too cold and windy on the beach, so after sitting there for about a half hour, I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go. And I have no reason why I did what I did next other than spirit was leading me. I get in the car and I start driving to where my grandparents used to live. And honestly, I have no idea why I was going there. Other than I was being led there. So, I drive and I go into, they lived in a townhome complex. I drive in. And now, as I'm driving in, I'm looking around. 
And it's not in bad shape. It's a little run down than what I remember, but it's not in bad shape. And I just start crying. Because it, it hits me. Because you know when you're a little kid and you don't realize the value of anything. And I'm just amazed at how far I have come and my life has come to rewrite the generational curses, to rewrite the ancestral trauma, all of it. So I gather myself and it started to get a little creepy. Like kids were not circling me on their bikes, but it was like time to get out of there. So I leave. And instead of going back to the hotel, I'm guided to go to this pizzeria that we used to go to all the time. Like literally we would go there every time I was down there. And it was like a pizza and pasta joint. And it's still there having just gone down there this past weekend I can tell you it the pizza is still very delicious (laughs) it's amazing how even when you haven't been somewhere in about oh god that was like 18 19 years that I had been down there it's funny how you remember how to go still and the location and directions of everything but so anyway I get to the pizzeria And it's in this like super run down shopping center. The pizzeria looks horrendous because, you know, it's 2021. So the pandemic's still very much going on in certain places. And you can tell that they haven't had customers in the restaurant since before the pandemic. There's all chairs and tables stacked up. There's just not the nicest establishments in the shopping center. Once again, I park my car and I like lose it. And how lucky I am or was to be able to go somewhere every week and have these family memories at this place, you know, just soaking in all of the blessings and the abundance and the luck I had when I was a child. Because all I remember is these happy memories of eating at this pizzeria. There was a killer salad bar in the back. Like, this is what I remember. But after I get my act together so I can drive once again, I start to go back to the island, to the hotel. And there are bridges you need to go over to get to the island. They're not like major bridges, but they're bridges over the bay and whatever else. I would put it, it's like twilight now. So the sky is, you know, that beautiful, those beautiful cotton candy skies. And I'm driving back towards the island. As I'm driving back. Clear as day, my grandfather comes to me. And my grandfather, he's always with me, but he doesn't really talk. 
he doesn't really send me messages. He doesn't really intervene. So for him to come through so clearly to me was pretty astonishing. And he was standing there in his favorite red polo that he always used to wear. And I could see him. As I'm going over the bridges back to the island, he gives me the most beautiful messages. And I needed to hear them. As soon as I got onto the island, I was overwhelmed with the power of his messages. Saying, Stephanie, you are going to be the one to break the generational curses. You are the one that is going to do it. You've already been doing the work. It's going to continue. I was so overwhelmed. But I knew in that moment that that's why I needed to go there. That that's why I traveled down to the shore and needed to be on the island and needed to do this by myself. Because I know those messages would not have come through any other way. And as much as I normally don't remember messages I channel, I remember this experience and those messages clear as day. A year plus later. There's something to be said for connecting with the other side. There's something to be said for connecting with those that have passed. We are truly guided by them. And while I know these aren't scary ghost stories, they are ghost stories nonetheless. And I want you to really evaluate and think about how many times you get a random thought or you think you hear something and you ignore it. Start paying attention. Because it definitely can be people from the other side trying to communicate with you. Even so, when you're in your home and you see something out of the corner of your eye and you're like, no, what could that be? No. And you think you're seeing things. You're not. These are people from the other side trying to get your attention, trying to communicate with you, trying to let you know that they're there. The more you're open to it, the more they'll come. And if that's not for you, that's totally fine. Then you ask them to please go away and leave you alone and that you can't help them. But if this is something you're truly interested in developing, go for it. I have had such powerful moments with loved ones that have passed. And I gave you two experiences today. Not to mention the countless others that I've had. And not to mention what I've been able to help others with. Because I can communicate with their loved ones.
it truly is a gift. And there is not a day that goes by that I don't acknowledge how lucky and blessed I am to be able to do this. If you're somebody that used to be able to do this and you know as a kid you used to see ghosts or communicate with them or whatever, you can bring the gift back out. It's actually not difficult to do so. But because society tells us it's weird, it's not normal, you know, this isn't a real thing, we learn to shut it off. So let me help you turn it back on. It's not difficult to do. As you've just heard, I've had some really powerful and amazing experiences once I turned it back on. Or I guess for me it was never fully shut off, but once I really opened up to it. Watching my clients, watching family members turn it back on has been so amazing. To watch them connect with loved ones, to watch them just be able to help has been such a blessing. If you know you have these gifts and you turn them off, be open to turning them back on. All right, we're going to stop there for today, but as always, you can follow me on my Instagram is at Stephanie Marie underscore 222. Again, that's at Stephanie Marie underscore 222 for all witchy, spiritual, business content. And I'll be seeing you next time for more of those late night visitors. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Send me any of your questions or messages on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email me. Email is in the show notes, and I will be seeing you soon. Sending you so much love and light, wishing you the most magical day.